when you're 18, like, honestly, you're gonna be like, I just wanna hang out with my friend, mom. No, I'm not getting off my game, I'm talking with him. Welcome to our fifth podcast of our Kaya Cinema. There we go. Um, podcast series, and this is about Shazam to Fury of the Gods 101 podcast. Hey everybody, thanks again for joining us. Nate talked me into seeing Shazam. I was really hesitant at first, but you know, we had a Sunday to kill and we love going to the movies. So we got some popcorn, some, what, else, what other candy did we get? We got some Horibo, um, gummy some bears. Gummy bears, that's the, yeah, that's the brand. Oh. And we got some M&Ms. So Shazam, Fury of the Gods, um, starring, Starring uh, Zachary Levi and as the main character, Shazam. Um, also known as Billy. Billy, older Billy. Um, Asher Angel playing younger Billy. Jack Dylan Grazer playing his best friend, Freddy. Oh, Ooh. Freddy? Remember oh, him? wait, no. Um, Everything Power Guy or something like that. I forget his actual name, but it is something similar where... Every, yeah, maybe maybe it's everything Power Guy. And then every everything Power Guy Junior is um Billy. Is Billy, um Jack Dylan Grazer is also from It, I believe. I think he has a cast in that movie too. He kind of so he's always playing a he's always injured injured in his movies and a bit handicapped. Um, Rachel Rachel Zegler as Anthea, who is one of the evil sisters. Oh, Adam Brody, that's where he was from. Played older Freddy. And then the other, rounding out the villains is Lucy Liu as Calypso and the ageless Helen Mirren as Hespera. Uh, Rachel Zegler, Lucy Liu, and Helen Mirren play the three sisters who are the villains for this movie. And for those of you who have noticed, uh, Rachel wasn't able to make it for this movie and is not going to be on this podcast and this for this episode. But she will be, we, we're planning it and coordinating it for Super Mario Brothers for next week. So we'll have Rachel back for that. I know she's excited, especially after going to Universal Studios where they have the new Super Mario exhibit. We actually went and she made me wait two and a half to four hours in that stupid line. Originally it was four hours, but... We went single rider. Yeah, we all split up and did single rider and th that cut the time down to a digestible two hours and really learn a lot about yourself when you're waiting in those types of lines. Nate, let's go over the summary in your own words. Summary, honestly, for me, I would say that it's, I mean, I don't really know. Honestly, I We just like, watched it. Here's the quick summary of Shazam. Basically, um, there are gods and Shazam doesn't know and uh, Billy and all his friends don't know that Earthlings um, attacked the god's home. So they had to go and they had to get the golden apple, which grew on the tree of life. And basically when they have to plant the apple and it grows a big tree and the tree grows like monsters, you know, like Cyclops. And in one of the scenes of the movie, there are unicorns where, should I tell them now? Go ahead. 
So the little girl, I kind of forgot her name. But the little girl, she has, she, I don't know why, but she always carries Skittles with her. Yeah, that part was so probably product she, placement. She calls the unicorn. She goes, come over here. And they, um, earlier in the movie, they said, like, yeah, they like rainbow stuff and, like, sweet, that like, honey. Up. Yeah. And she's like, okay, okay. And then she throws the Skittles at the unicorn, and she says, taste the rainbow. So that's the part that you remember the most? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Shazam 2, Fairy of the Gods, picks up from the first uh, installment. And here we have Zachary Levi or Billy kind of going through a imposter syndrome and not feeling worthy of his powers. Um, to be honest, this storyline I felt like was a bit straightforward and it was kind of one of those more cheesy, predictable movies um, kind of really by the book. Um, so that was the inner conflict with Billy or the Shazam character was him overcoming his imposter syndrome. Um, the old gods, the three sisters, Helen, Mary, and Lucy Liu, and Anthea are coming back for their powers and is at war with Shazam as he stole their powers. So that's the main story. This this installment, I feel, was very action-packed, very CGI-heavy. It was, you know, just more of a kind of mindless popcorn movie. Um, Nate, I know you were excited to see this and you're the one who talked us into watching it, but... How excited were you? What were your expectations for Shazam 2? My expectations was by off the trailer, there was this very funny scene where Shazam, he's talking with one of the late, um, sisters and he tells her, hey lady, I don't want to get burst your bubble or anything, but I've seen all the Fast and the Furious movies and it's all about family. And he goes, come on, guys, that's your cue. And then that's where it cuts off because they don't want to show too much in the trailer. But that's what, like, uh, when I saw that, I didn't really watch the first one. But you watched the first one? No, because I was younger and it was a little jumpy for me. I did watch it. Oh, uh, you were a little bit scared of it? Yeah, I was a little scared. But I did watch it and... um. Off of that, I didn't really know that all of them had powers, so I was like, "Oh, the wizards are gonna the whole come." Family, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, "Oh, the wizards gonna come down, and like all the other gods are gonna come down." And seeing that Wonder Woman was in it, I was thinking that Wonder Woman's gotta be in it. Surprise cameo from Gal Gadot. Spoiler, spoiler warning. Um, and I guess that's a good. Spoiler warning for going forward is we're going to dive into revealing plot points and uh, nothing's off the table. Yeah, please. Yeah. So you were just really excited to see some cool action and have, you know, multiple Shazams fighting and running yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. For me, my expectations, I wasn't really too excited for this movie. I felt the first one was better than expected, but still wasn't anything special. special. And that's kind of, I was, you know... um, not too excited and kind of lackluster going into it, which I felt was a bit unfair. And I sound like a broken record from our previous conversations, but trying to give, you know, every movie the objective point of view going in and a honest critique, um, which I felt like I was able to engage in the movie and 
you know, see the good and the bad throughout. But heading into it, I wasn't too excited. It didn't really, I'm not familiar with the Shazam character from other comic books. And it's not really tied in. The whole DCU um, universe is very scattered. So this didn't really move along any other storylines. They do have some of the cameos from Superman and Wonder Woman. And they talk about Batman, but they're no way near involved in any of the conflicts or storylines with Shazam. So for me, it was one of those movies where I honestly could have, I would have been fine without watching it at all. Um, but I was glad I did. There were some positive points. And funny parts. And funny parts from the movie that I enjoyed and um, was somewhat, it, it wasn't the total train wreck that I had thought it would be. Favorite parts, Nate? It sounds like the unicorns and the Skittles was our, was your favorite part. But also, there's a, there's one scene where it cuts to Billy, and he's like, I, I don't really know if he's imagining it or if he really is, but he goes out on a date to dinner with a Wonder Woman, and he's like, yeah, let's get serious right now. And he's like, okay, we're going to do it. And he tries to kiss her, but then he snaps out of it, and That's he realizes, and it's the wizard, and he's like, what the bleep are you doing? And then it's like, you know, and yeah. And then he's like, no, I don't feel confident about my powers. I can't fight the gods. I'm not able to do this. And then he goes, why do you think I gave them to you? If if you were the right, if you were the wrong person, why would I give them to you? And then Shazam goes, I don't know. Maybe it was a mistake. I'm not able to have these powers. And then... That was one of my favorite scenes. There's another That was scene. a funny scene. I really, I thought that was really funny too. And I liked what they did. Um, Cause when he's at dinner, they're insinuating that he's with Wonder Woman, but they never show her face. And that also helps pay off for the cameo at the end in the movie where Gal Gadot really is there. But when he's um, eating dinner with, with Wonder Woman, he's really flirting with her. He's like, fine, I'll join the Justice League and all this stuff and um, playing hard to get. And then when he goes in for a kiss, it's, it's the wizard, and nobody really expects that. And I that, that got a big laugh from the audience, I think. Uh, yeah, the whole movie theater would go and clapping, and yeah. The, that was um, hilarious to me, too. One of, the other, um, one of my other favorite parts was I thought that the... It wasn't an, an isolated part, but I just thought that the CGI and special effects was done really well. It did kind of copy off of some of the other... Um, for instance, like the dragon, he looks very similar to the ice dragon or the, the zombie dragon from Game of Thrones. Um, I'm sorry. I've never seen you. Yeah, you shouldn't. That's too adult for you. But it looks like they borrowed a lot of inspiration from other movies. But the CGI was done really well. And all the monsters looked, you know, they looked really good. Wait, how about Steve? Steve the pen? Remember? He was funny. I, I, liked, him. I liked him. I liked him. But it's like they showed him in like a couple of scenes, maybe like one or two, and then he was gone for the rest of the movie. They brought him back a little bit because he helped the one of the sisters um, when they were trying to find out what the monsters at the end, what they were afraid of. Oh, yeah. And that oh, part yeah. kind of confused me. Um, so at the end of the movie, during the big climax, they're fighting the three sisters, and the siblings have a kind of a um, subplot of defeating the monsters on the ground floor and within the monsters there's um kind of those made-up creatures there was unicorns cyclops. Uh, cyclops 
Oh, like oh, like a lion eagle. I guess no, that was, okay. Griffin. They different. <laughs> Two different Harry Potter. They like, definitely Griffin. copied off of Pix um Pixar's Onward because one of the main characters um is a winged lion with a scorpion tail. And yeah, I think that might be an a actual mythological creature, but it was that was the theme was the. Know, but also. Oh, they had that in there. They had a lion with a wing. Yeah. And, uh, but all those monsters looked really convincing. Yeah, but it was all those... It was all those mythical creatures. Yeah, they definitely copied off of Onward, Pixar's Onward. Because one of the main characters, which is a winged lion with a scorpion tail, is in Shazam. Yeah. So, honestly... Well, I think also that's a bigger mythological, like, Greek mythology world. Where they have those creatures so you'll see those creatures in multiple stories but they looked really convincing in this iteration i thought they were all looked really cool but what i was confused about was it said that the beasts were afraid of unicorns but the unicorns like arrived with the other beasts so remember there uh, they asked the pen what are how do we defeat the beast or what are the beasts afraid of and it said the king of the beasts or king of the monster of the beast or i forget the exact phrase and then um the wizard was like a unicorn and then they go to find the unicorns but the unicorns like arrived the same way that the other beast did so i was confused because i was like well but the beasts are afraid of unicorns like why are they hanging out together and wouldn't the unicorns we're not hanging out together though but wouldn't the unicorns like naturally like prey on the other beast then well do you see them they need they need to like they don't know what to do because when remember when the first unicorn was born in that parking lot yeah it was born and then you know it stood there until i saw somebody giving it like something that it smelled and it was like sweet you know so that's why they went up and it was a rainbow too so that's why they went up but if that wasn't there, they would just stand there because they need somebody to it's tell them what, to, tell do. what yeah. to do. I could see that. I could buy that then. But I thought that was cool. The monsters, the dragon, they all looked really cool. Boy, it's just... And like, the lightning. They kind of copied off of Thor too, remember? I know. Shazam was fighting the um, Lucy Liu's character, I think Calypso. That was like totally Thor. So they just kind of copied a lot of different themes. When his eyes lit up with lightning... So uh, it looks really cool, but it was just very, the whole movie was very unoriginal. DC, you cannot catch up with Marvel. It's just like the Cyclops and stuff, they're like, they're jacked out with armor and stuff. They act so strong. The, um, at the, the evil lair of the sisters, those henchmen looked really cool, actually. Mm -hmm. The gold, the gold monsters all jacked up, like you said, and they just looked really cool, I thought. I think they were right now, so. Something, something they're, made up. They were rhinos, I think. But yeah, so the Cyclops, they were acting so big and tough. But then, I, okay, it sounds kind of weird for me to say this, but like, I wanted like a little more action where like people are going to die, you know? I thought there was a lot of I, action, but. Because I thought like the Cyclops would just pick them up, choke them, and throw them through windows. I thought the Cyclops... They showed a gonna... few instances where the, they were killing civilians. They would... Um, no. I thought they kind of, like, didn't actually show the dead body, but they insinuated that they died. Because they were dropping them from, like, buildings or um, smashing them. There there was, a like, two or three in a row where 
I think they were trying to set the tone for the people who really are in danger. No, I mean, they threw them off for like a, like a one, like, it was like a 10 foot building. I threw a human off of it. Have you seen Batman? And he landed on a car, so. Have you seen the first Batman? No. Oh. Well, he drops this uh, villain off of the, I think it's a three-story building, but anything high uh, at that level doesn't kill you. So uh, 10 stories wouldn't, or 10, uh, 10 feet wouldn't kill you, I, I don't think. And then, the, I know they were smashing them, but like, they went like this. They grabbed them by their neck and they threw them through a window. That's not even like smashing them. That might kill some, some people though. No. But I, I see there wasn't really any stakes in the movie. I know. I it just seemed very and cookie. And then the Cyclops looked. They saw the unicorn. They were like, oh, no. And then when the unicorns got there, they just easily killed them with their horns. Yeah. Uh, I, now thinking back about it, there was a lot of action, but it was like meaningless action. There wasn't really any stakes. Yeah. So it looked yeah. very cool, but there wasn't any substance behind it. So it didn't really feel like anything was happening. I kind of felt like that after watching the whole movie that nothing really happened. I still don't know any of the siblings' names. I'm excited for the... When the credits roll for the end of the movie, they play the Elvis. Uh, Elvis is Nate's favorite. And so when that came up, he had a big smile on his face, and I think that made the movie a whole lot better for him. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little less fire, a little more bark, a little less fire, a little more spark. Uh... Close your mouth and open your eyes. Something like that. Nine-year-old, yeah. nine years-old folks, and he knows all the Elvis lyrics. And we don't have video. I know it's a okay. shame. We're working on video, but Nate was doing all the choreography while singing, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, one of the Elvis songs. It's called A Lilith's Conversation. It's, a, it's not the original, but it's a remix with JXL. Uh, was that in the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's a remix though. That was cool. I liked it. It goes do do do, but then it has like a bass and it has like a techno like beat to it too. Like updated version of it. Yeah, it, it was and cool. I liked it. I have my own podcast channel, or while we're working on it, I have one podcast which is about Fortnite, and then um, that will hopefully be released soon. And hopefully, I'll make all this what that works. An this podcast. Mm-hmm. That might be one of one, so very niche. All right, so we talked about what we liked about it. What was some of the things that didn't work for you or not your favorite? Didn't some work. Some critiques. Didn't work. Did not work. I didn't like the dragon. The dragon? Really? I thought that would be your favorite part because it looked very cool. I know, but it's like, it, it, was like a, it was like made out of wood. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know why they chose the wooden dragon, but he looks very cool. He was he had like fire breath. He was cool. He was cool. Was visible throughout like, his whole body. I know. But like, I mean, I don't really know why they chose a wood out of all. That, that was the one thing the wood just really. I know. Like stuck with wood, you, took you out of the, the whole wood, experience. The wood, like, it like it got me somehow. Like in me. At least make know. it like Godzilla. Uh, what's the Godzilla? Mega Godzilla is made out of metal. What? No. What? Isn't Mega? Yeah, Mega Godzilla. Is, is, is Godzilla a dragon? Mega? No. No, it's just a giant lizard. A giant lizard. 
no wings, right? That's the that's the difference. He did not have wings. No, I know that's that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. Oh, we need to do uh, Godzilla vs Kong, but anyways. Oh, have you ever seen Shin Godzilla? No, I haven't. Oh, it's like it's like weird, but I like it. It's like it's like his um his shins like they go and they split apart and his jaw splits apart and it opens wide. Where'd you where'd you see this? I watched the Godzilla movies, okay? Shin Godzilla? Yeah. Chin or Shin? Oh. Both? So it sounds like both yeah. from your description. Well, like, his mouth opens up wide, and he goes, and he's, like, it's, like, not, like, fire, but it's, like, a purple laser. Huh. Is, that, is it old? I think so. Yeah. Well, you should find... Did, go ahead. When I go visit my um, Grandpa Leonard, I watch a lot of Godzilla and a lot of old movies with him. Grandpa does watch a lot of. Uh, so for I those of you don't know, Nate's my nephew, and we have the same grand. Uh, well, he's my grandfather, his great grandfather, but he, for some reason, watches a ton of Godzilla. I remember growing up too; it was always Godzilla. I don't know what. Well, it is. I, I mean, okay, so we call him Grumpy Grandpa. He says his brother is Godzilla. That's what he. I have heard that. Can I can confirm that? Well, for me. I thought you would like the the dragon because I thought he looks really cool. It was he, look, he did look really cool. The the wood threw me off though. The wood I could see that. Um, for me, what I just couldn't really buy was uh, Billy, kid Billy versus adult Billy. I kind of felt like the kid Billy. He was the more he was the more mature, more responsible one. And then when he was Shazam, it was like kind of overdone that he was a kid. I know. Because yeah. I was like, he doesn't even act like that when he's a when he's himself. When the kid actor Billy had all the serious roles, never made cracked any jokes. And then Zachary Levi, when he's he faced the older Billy know, Shazam, yeah, yeah. the whole time he's just making jokes, and it's like he's not really he's supposed he's to be not taking anything seriously. Yeah, and then oh, well, I kept for the end when. When she says, turn into regular... Billy as a kid outs like an adult. And I know. No. It's when confusing. And the aunt says, I want to see my Billy before he goes. He says, don't worry. I'll do this. And then he goes, all or none. And he goes, yeah, all my family survives. None of them get hurt. Yeah. And, so. then, and then he's at, when he's a kid, too. Yeah. The, the kid Billy seemed more and mature then, than the adult and then, Shazam. And then when the adult Shazam, he doesn't say anything. He's just like, Shazam. Yeah, he just makes jokes the whole time. I know. And then he also, Billy is, they say he's going to be 18 in a couple months. But He did not look 18 at all. He looks like he's 15. Uh, I think the kid kind of looked like he'd be 18. I know to you, you're only nine. so But to me, he looks like, yeah, 17, 18. But also... Uh, what I was going to get to was that Zachary Levi played him as like a 14 year old or I felt like it was like a 12 year old like just super 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 kiddish um, where as you're 18 I felt like you're, you're I mean you're still a kid but just I think I thought it was kind of like overdone a little bit too I, much I of mean, him like if we're 18 and you know like in like this uh, like this like generation honestly my generation alpha it's like it's so much too different than everybody else's generation. Like, if you're born in my generation, then it's gonna be like you're gonna be wearing like like shirts with like famous people on it, like rappers or like you know, like a lot of cool like cartoons or stuff, like Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes. And I gotta be watching like kid shows and like even if you're like a like 
a grown-up or like a teenager, you're still going to be wearing like, you know, Looney Tunes. So you're saying that it's okay that he acts kiddish or what do you... No. I, I mean, well, I'm saying like, if you're 18, in this generation, you're not going to be like, you're not going to be like you. I mean, I'm not saying that yours is a bad thing, but yours is like, your generation is like more like strict or you're like, I got to stick to my plan. I know I'm tempted, but I got to stick to my plan no matter what, you know? Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're committed, you know? But ours is like, oh, I had plans. Oh, screw it. I'm going to go do this, you know? Oh, really? Huh? <laughs> and well, then, I, but I, when I, you're 18, like, honestly, you're going to be like, I just want to hang out with my friend, mom. No, I'm not getting off my game. I'm talking with them. Well, I can see yeah. that, but I just wasn't convinced that they were like the same person. I know. Because the the adult Shazam just kind of overdid that like playing saying, the kid role. Like I was kid. saying, he was like, yeah, I saw all the Fast and Furious. It's all about family. Yeah, but then when he's a kid, and maybe it's because we don't see him, the younger Billy, the actor enough, but he doesn't have the same mannerisms as Zachary. I know. This is Am character exactly. And then after, at the end, when they're having dinner, you see Billy and he's and he's holding his hands like this. Or well, you can't got you guys can't see, but what you call what I call it is like snowball hands, where he has his hands together, they're in his lap. He's waiting for, um, to everybody to get their food served, you know. And then if Shazam was there, he'd just be like, "I don't want to talk to you," and then he would just be like, oh, wow, wow, you know, eating his sandwich. Yeah, he exactly. They, they seem like two different people. I wasn't convinced I that they were like the same character. I know. Um, another part I didn't really buy was... Honestly, it's a really predictable, predictable movie because literally when we were watching it, Uncle says, I don't trust that girl. She's literally probably one of the gods and she's evil. And then... Yeah, and actually I didn't watch any of the trailers so I kind of knew nothing. I just knew... I know, yeah. Uh, he wasn't... He that Khaleesi joke. That which I'm not sure they said in the movie. He didn't want to watch Shazam at all. <laughs> and I talked him into it and like later she says, I'm literally over 600,000 years old. The the younger sister, yeah. at the, uh, yeah. and, and Thea? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You just knew when she was introduced... Yeah, I'm 6,000. That she was, yeah, the movie was very by the book. Didn't really take any chances with the script. And you kind of could see every kind of curveball as it was being pitched. So we kind of called out that she was going to be bad right away. And that whole their whole relationship, they gave them a lot of screen time together. But they literally, I guess they did go on like some semi-date on the roof. But just didn't really care about it at all and the stakes and her losing her powers and him trying to sacrifice himself for her and those situations just didn't really seem to, to resonate with me. Um, I had a, another good point I want to talk about, but I totally forgot. Uh, was there any other parts of the movie that you didn't like i felt like this movie there wasn't that much to digest with it i know yeah it's like you know you if you guys have um been a member of this you would know like our puss in boots one on spotify it would you know it would be like a lot different you know yeah this movie like i think i said it after like, i watched oh my gosh yeah i love all this all this and we'd be talking for like 20 minutes straight about what we liked 
But yeah. now it's the opposite. We're talking about what we really did not like. There were some good parts. I think we mentioned it, but there was a lot of good parts. But but there was like only like three where I got the whole like 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 maybe like ten people. Yeah, there wasn't that much below the surface for this movie because I I know walking out we didn't really have our usual discussion and I kind of felt like I think I told you I was like yeah I felt like nothing really happened in the movie. I know, and I felt super short, even though it's, yeah, it was like two. It hours. felt yeah. I, I was glad I felt short because I didn't. <laughs> I was getting hungry at the end. Or one of the other parts too was with Billy. There wasn't really that much development with him with like the imposter syndrome. I guess the big arc was him sacrificing himself, but I didn't really follow the, his whole journey. So he, it was. Just him sacrificing himself gave him the confidence that he is a god. Overall, with just the Shazam character arc, I could have seen a lot more. Because the end fight scenes were so well done and looked really cool that it would have been, if we were more engaged and invested in the character, I felt like it would have been a bigger payoff. All right, Nate, do you want to introduce our favorite segment, the... Um, rating in three words. Well, let's do the three words first. Describe the movie in three words. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. Um, you go first. Me. I'm, that's ah, a tough one. I felt like, I know I always say it's a tough one, but for me, I, this movie just doesn't really spark any, anything in my mind. I felt like I didn't watch anything. Um, three words. I will say CGI. That was the strongest point for the movie. I was just like, man, I wish some bad movies had this quality of CGI. Uh, we'll count CGI as one word. I know, I know that's kind of a cheat. Um, predictable. And then safe. It was kind of like you put it into an AI generator and it spit out a movie script of what Shazam would be. I know, yeah. And there were, I mean, it had some good jokes and it hit, but it just felt really um, superficial yeah, and almost like a money grab. I think I liked the first one a little better because I had a little more heart. This one just didn't really have the heart and it was just a very average movie for myself. So let's not give our rating yet. Let's have your three words and then we'll do the ratings at the end. So. Wonder Woman, cool. Wonder Woman was funny. I, so I mean, she she had some good parts. Say, I would have to say funny, cheesy, predictable. I think it's cheesy, it's predictable, but it was pretty funny. Was it had some good jokes, but it was I don't even remember the jokes though. Like that's how it was like. It's like they're not even like jokes. They're like like scenes, you know, like it's all about family or like um, you know. It's very like easy jokes, like yeah. Like um, jokes you hear I'm on the playground. Say, actually, scratch that. Um, probably like cool, cool, predictable, and cheesy. Honestly, instead of funny, I would say predictable. I, oh, cool. I think that works. All right, final ratings out of ten. We're trying to think of a better grading scale, but right now we'll stick to one at one out of ten. So. I was gonna give the movie an eight out of ten after I walked out of that movie theater. Eight out of ten—that's really high. But when my dad said, "Wait, let's watch the end credits," 
they played the best song in the world, A Little Less Conversation by Elvis Presley. And that got me sold. So that's why I have to give it a 10 out of 10. Only because of that So song. it's a perfect movie? No, only... So 10 out of 10 means it's perfect. That song. That song. Okay, so without the song, what would you give it? Eight. An eight's pretty high. Not even eight. Like six or seven. Okay, so you're 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 at ten, you're at six. Which one is it going to be? You gotta so seven. from a grading system, a six seven. would be considered like below average. Seven is average. Eight, you know, it's kind uh, of A B C D. Um, F would be like a five or four. Okay. So what what's your what's your rating? B seven. Well, a B would be eight and eight. Is that what you want to give it? C. I guess. I guess. Actually, that's not right because a vision eight and an eight would be a, an A grade would be a nine. So what's a ten? Uh, yeah, A plus. I was trying to think. I haven't been in school in so long, so ten would be hundred percent. That's an A plus. I feel kind of scammed now. Um, so you're gonna give it an eight with the B still? No, seven, dude. Okay, seven's a C. Yeah. So average. <laughs> I think that's but fair. The song, I'm not saying the movie, the song 10 out of 10. Song 10 out of 10. You do love Elvis, so can't follow you there. For me, the movie was very lackluster, had some good moments, but it wasn't enough to save the movie. And for me, I'd give it a 6 out of 10, maybe like a 6.3 range because the CGI was so well done. But it's one of those movies that I'll never watch again. And I honestly don't remember that much of it. Nothing really resonated with me. And there's not like any good parts where like, oh my God, that's going to stick in my brain forever, you know? But honestly, I would... Like like I said, or well, what Auntie said was Ant-Man is like, if you were somewhere and you didn't know what movie to watch and you just wanted to put it as a background, honestly, I feel like this would be a movie to put as a background. The CGI was done really well, but I felt like there might be other ones I'd want to choose. For me, I probably won't ever touch this movie again. And for me, the re I, the rewatchability is very low. The rewatchability for me is like average. I would probably watch this movie maybe like twice again. Like, you know, like, maybe I'm like, oh, I haven't watched this in a while. I watch everything over and over. Might as well just watch this, you know? Might as well. It's one of those might as well. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the worst that could happen? Or I know. Yeah, yeah. last resort then, type of movies. And then, you know, a background movie, too. So, probably, like, twice again. Very See, For low. me, I'd rather watch a bad movie that's trying to be good than, like, a uh, mediocre movie that played it safe. I know, like a movie that thinks they're good, but it's actually really bad. But a bad movie. Yeah, well, sometimes there's those movies that really swing for the fences and they want to be something like crazy and, you know, um, revolutionary, but they turn out not to be that great. I'd rather watch something like that that didn't execute well, but had a really um, visionary take than a movie that was just kind of a cash grab and played it really safe, which I felt this movie did. So for me, I, I probably won't watch this movie ever again. But Shazam, Fury of the Gods, has been out in theaters for quite a bit. 
Um, I think for more, the consensus is, is that as a last resort, you'll see some cool CGI, laugh a bit, you know, have some mindless fun. Um, but I think that's it for us. Signing out from Kaya Silva. Wait, probably it's just like one of those movies where you're, you're like, I want to get out of the house to no good movies. Might as well just watch this, you know? That's probably like all the things that you're going to do. So with that, please say that in outro. Signing out from Kaya Cinema, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. What's the worst that could happen if you watch it? You know? I mean, and this is Noah you know, with nephew. Nate. Um, See you. Wait, I want to do my last sentence. A little less We're conversation, good. a little more action, Shazam. A little more conversation. A little less conversation about this movie because this movie sucks. And then I need a little more action from you, DC. And with that, signing out, Nate. There you go. I like, I like that. That's a good one. Have a beautiful. That might be day. the. That might be the hook. Hopefully, you guys have a good week and. And signing out, um, Noah here. Next week, our next movie will be Super Mario Brothers. We'll have Rachel back and the full cast, and super excited for that. And heading into the summer blockbusters, a lot of cool stuff coming our way. Uh, and thank you all for tuning in. Bye.